सहनावत सहनौ भुनक्त सह वीकवाह तेजस्वीनावधीतमस्तुमा विद्वेशावह we are, we are focusing on our own self and uh, you have very well brought out uh, last uh, week's discussion with the conclusion that finally uh, we have the picture of that wise person with a fully mature person and uh, even though it looks like it is a picture of someone some ideal saint but the beauty is that it is also our own picture that we also can be this meaning that he may be speaking french we may not able to do that as far as those traits as far as the personality traits are concerned what, what language he speaks how he speak all of that we may not be able to uh, imitate and not no need to imitate it important thing is that we can be as mature and perfect as that person is therefore when lord krishna describes a saint like that lord krishna doesn't say what clothes he wears what language he speaks what is his style that will vary from person to person from saint to saint from you and i it will all be different but what is common to that saint and our own self also is that the saintliness is equally there in ourselves the difference between ourselves and a saint is that the saint has worked in order to bring out that saintliness from within so there are saints who are men saints who are women saints who are children saints who are old people saints who are rich saints who are poor we find saints everywhere in all the whole world in all state of life in all state of people because that is something that is common between all of us you must have heard this expression unity in diversity unity in diversity diversity means manyness we often give example of various golden ornaments one ornament is called a bangle other ornament is called earring a third ornament can be called a chain so this they all diversity bangle is different its own individuality earring is different has its own individuality chain is different its own individual meaning that it is a different name form use you follow status what is common in all these is gold so gold is the unity in diversity of ornaments similarly we are all like those ornaments each one of us her own individuality own name form and everything is unique to us 
the same time, there is something common to all of us. What is common to us? That saint that Lord Krishna describes. Advesta Sarabhutana, one who is free from hatred for anybody. We can see all around so much hatred going on. Moment someone disagrees with us, we just start hating that person. Moment someone uh, is different from us sometimes or we does not meet with our uh, criteria, we dislike the person, we hate the person. So, disliking someone, hating someone is what we experience all along, including our own self also. That is a sign of emotional immaturity. Hatred is the sign of immaturity. When I use the word immaturity, it means it is the sign of unhappiness. Emotional maturity means happiness. So the saying that Lord Krishna described, Advesta Sarabhutana, one is free from hatred for anybody, is the happiest person. Why do I say that? Because happiness is our nature. Just as we are all saint by nature, we are also happy by nature. Although usually, happiness remains veiled, concealed most of the time. There are moments then that happiness comes out. When experience something very pleasurable, meet somebody whom we like, in situations which are inspiring, there are moments when you feel happy, happy. What we conclude is that that happiness has come from a place or situation. Your dad gives you a new car and you are happy. So naturally we conclude that Happiness comes from the car. Your mom cooks something that you love. You came home unexpectedly say, hey, you know what, what have I cooked today? I don't know. Or something that you love, pangwaji, whatever. You're happy. So this, there are moments when you feel happy. And our usual conclusion is, Happiness comes from Pau Bhaji, from car, from X, Y, Z. That's the usual conclusion. That's why we want those things. What do you want? I want a new pair of clothes, new pair of shoes, a new laptop, a new cell phone. So we have all these desires because you have concluded that that is where the happiness is. And Swamiji, that is right also. When I did not have my new cell phone, I was not happy. The new cell phone came, I'm happy. So happiness is in cell phone. 
when I did not have that new dress, I was not happy. New dress came, I'm happy. So it looks like it is happening that way. That when I do not have something, I find myself unhappy. And when that something desirable comes, I find myself happy. So what's the equation in our life? When I have a desirable thing, then I'm happy. When I do not have a desirable thing, I'm unhappy. This is our equation. So this is kind of conclusion that everybody has drawn. Happiness is in good food. Happiness is in good clothes. Happiness is in good gadgets. Happiness is in good vehicles. In good job. In good position. In good places. In good people. I'm not saying happiness is not there or whatever. All I am saying is that our conclusion is that happiness in those things, those things, various things. And therefore, we are always desiring, thinking of, wanting those desirable things. What you desire may be different from what I desire. What makes you happy? may not necessarily make me happy. What makes me happy may not necessarily make you happy. But our conclusion is that I need something to become happy. I need somebody to make me happy. I need to do something to become happy. And to stop doing something to become unhappy. Who does not have a job I must have a job to be happy. Someone is working for 25, Swamiji, I want VRS. Because the job is making me miserable. I want to give it up. So somebody wants to acquire something to become happy. Somebody wants to give up something. Swami used to give a funny example. In this, in one family, Husband and wife had decided to get divorced. And divorce proceedings were going on for a long time. And when divorce came through, that's not for you, this is an example. Both are happy. Husband is happy. He's happy that he got rid of something, you know. So, this man is happy because he was able to get rid of or able to create distance with this woman. His neighbor also becomes happy because he is looking forward to this. As soon as this woman gets divorced, then I will get married to her, you know. So, one becomes happy by giving up something. Other fellow becomes happy by getting the same thing, you know. The people sell cars. In places like U.S., some people sell cars, because then a couple of years they want to sell something. I'm looking for a buyer. Have you heard of something called uh, garage sale? Have you heard? You know what is garage? Garage means what we call garage. You know? So, motor car garage. It's a big th- place normally, because huge cars are there, and two car garage, three car garage. So, what people do? In course of years of living in a house, 
many things pile up you know you you keep on buying things buying you know it looks good looks good we'll use it will and then they just all pile up your house is full of all kind of junk have you seen in your own house also so many things in our own room itself oh this looks good let us get it that looks good let us get it that's how things pile if you look at my desk here there are 1500 things here the time comes and you are get, you fed up with that you want to get rid of those things <coughs> so what is garage sale all those items are displayed in a garage with a little price tag and then there is a little announcement in local newspaper that in this home in this house on this day there will be garage sale there are people looking for these deals there are some So people show up there. Oh, this nice flower vase. Oh, nice parasol fan. This is a nice uh, shirt. What that fellow wants to get rid of? This fellow finds very attractive, and then he suggests, and so then there is a deal. That fellow happy selling that thing. This was happy acquiring the very same thing. You follow? So there is no rule. If something made me happy, if something contains happiness, you know, it should make you also happy and make me also happy. Then only you can say, you know, for example, if there is a candy. A chocolate candy. When you eat it, it will taste sweet. When I eat it, taste sweet. Anybody eats the chocolate candy, the sweet. Then we can say that sweetness is the nature of this candy, right? Because everybody has the same experience of sweetness. Therefore, we can say that sweetness is the nature of this candy anybody who tastes lemon will feel taste of sourness lemon is sour for everybody now can you say that this candy means happiness can you say that yes swami whoever eats candy will feel happy is it a rule Some people don't, don't give me candy, Swami, because they have diabetes. I don't know what. Or I, I hate chocolate. Some there are some some strange people, you know. I don't like chocolate. I I really sympathize with those people, those people who don't like sweet. But then there are people. I don't like sweet. Give me something sour. Give me something, you know. So you know why I'm saying this. Think about something. Anything which you can say contains happiness. If something contains happiness, then whoever experiences that should become happy. Then we can say that happiness is the nature of this thing. Think of something. In fact, think of something that you always like. With this candy, which I must admit I love. 
with this candy also. So they wake me up at 2 o'clock at night. Swamiji, you love candy. Here is a candy. He like, oh, come on. It's not that I like this candy all the time, all the places. It will be interesting to observe your own life. How things have changed. What you like keeps on changing. Like today, tomorrow, I don't want it. I don't need it. It is not the fault of anything. It is a fault of our conclusion that happiness is in a given thing. That conclusion is wrong. Nothing wrong with the thing. Nothing wrong with me. But my conclusion that happiness is in a car, happiness is in a house, happiness is in movie, theater, whatever. You concluded without thinking that these are the things that contain happiness. These are the things that make me happy. As I said, if something contains happiness, then it should make you happy, make me also happy. I remember one of my experience. You know, in India, we travel in ST. You may not travel, but we used to travel in ST buses from going one place to the other. You know, ST bus, state transport bus. We stops at so many villages and some people come in and go out. Usually, I would uh, ride, I would board a bus and choose a window seat because I would, you would enjoy watching around, looking around. And somebody occupies it beside you. And slowly, that villager who is sitting beside me pulls out one beading. You know what is beading? In the bus, there is a note, notice which says, smoking is prohibited. Have you seen this? If you travel in the bus, then you will say, smoking is prohibited. Usually, conductor himself is smoking. The people feel that these notices are there, they are all right. So, they don't bother about it. So this person is sitting beside me, pulls out a beady and lights up and slowly starts bringing out smoke and the rings and he is in heaven. Unfortunately, the smoke coming from beady has a knack of entering my nose, you know. I'm sitting beside him and I feel like I'm in hell. The experience that makes him, makes him feel he's in heaven, the same experience, same smoke, makes him feel I'm in hell, you know. Therefore, this I'm saying so that now you can observe your own experiences, experience of others. Don't draw any conclusions. Don't simply accept what I'm saying, but I am just giving you the way of understanding things, you follow? What is Vedanta? Vedanta, of which Bhagavad Gita is an important part, is to understand things as they are. That's called knowledge. You know what is knowledge? Knowledge is understanding a given thing as it is. 
This is a candy, is it not so? It's not a candy. I just picked it up for an illustration. It is an eraser, you know, it looks like candy. So, think that this is a candy is wrong knowledge. To know there is an eraser, it is right knowledge. So, very, very often we are entertaining wrong notions or conclusions about many things. We think that that's the right thing. But when we think about those things, then we find that what I conclude may not be right. What is important is our life should be based on the realities and not imaginations. But then most of us live in an imagined world. Imagined world means what? World is there around us. Each one of us has our own perception of what this is. This is good. It's bad. I like it. I dislike it. I hate it. It's mine. Yours. Upon this thing, so many different kind of conclusions or opinions are there. So we are living in the world of our own opinions. We are not living in the world as it is. But we are living in the world of our own opinions, our own conclusions, our own perception, how we see things you know, in, in mind's eye. So one of the conclusions in our life is happiness isn't something else. Happiness is in money. Happiness is in power. Happiness is in fame. Happiness is only in good things. Happiness is in status. Happiness is in good looks. Happiness is in the respect I get from people. These are our conclusions. Um, I just, we want you to examine those conclusions. You follow? Now, our Swami again used to give a funny example. I think I told you, I don't remember. But this woman, you know, there is this contest uh, called Miss Universe, you know. I'm sure you know all of that. Miss Universe. So this woman won that contest. It's declared Miss Universe. You know what is Miss Universe? Miss Universe means the most beautiful woman in the universe. Is it not so? What is Miss Universe? One who is declared to be the most Beautiful woman in the universe. Miss India means the woman who is most beautiful in India. Miss Asia, Miss Universe, etc. Anyway, so now the interesting thing this Miss Universe is now declared she is the most beautiful woman, is it not so by world or by the judges? So now she should be happy. What happens is, so far she was spending one hour every day in making up her face. From tomorrow she starts spending two hours in his makeup because she is not sure whether she is beautiful or not. And so, what is beautiful? What is not beautiful? 
everywhere there are all these individual conclusions, individual perceptions. I just want you to understand this or know this. That we do not live in the world which is created for us by God, if you accept God. But we have our own perception, our own conclusion, our own opinion. And we live in the world of our own conclusions, own opinions, own perception. Therefore, someone will love this thing. Other person may hate that very same thing. Happens, isn't it? Somebody loves something. For other people, I hate it. I don't know how much you are familiar with the politics going on in the world in India. One issue. You know, farmers protest. Some issue is going on. So you love that. They support it. Other fellows hate it. They want to get rid of it. You follow? I'm not saying what is right. I'm saying how different opinions obtain about the same thing. And one who believes that this is wrong, the protests are wrong, will say something and do something which is based on that conclusion. And someone who says, thinks that this protest must be there, he will say something else and he will do something else. Is not so? If you observe, you find that whatever we are doing is all based on what opinion I have at that time. And therefore, we find different responses from different people towards the same thing. At home also. Mother is cooked. Mom, what have you cooked this evening? Khichri. I don't like khichri. The brother may not like khichri. She says, I love khichri. Have you found that in the home? One sibling loves something, the sibling doesn't like it. As we were growing up, very fond of sweets. And so, uh, when something is cooked like Masundi, kisses, Dutpahak, you know, Shikhan, Laddu, so happy. My sister had no interest in that at all. She would not worry about Dutpahak. She didn't like sweets. I don't know if I had a friend, his name was Swami Pratik Bodhananda. We were staying together many years ago in the same uh, premises. And we were brahmacharis, sadhus, so uh, food was coming from outside. Tiffin would come. When the food came, the division took place naturally. What was sweet all came to my plate. And what was all spicy went to his plate. Because he loved spicy things, I loved sweet things. And therefore, what I am saying is that we are living in our own world of what we like and what we dislike. We do what we like, we avoid what we dislike. 
we acquire what we like, we get rid of what we dislike, isn't it so? Every moment, whatever I do is determined by what I like and what I dislike. So, I will want what I like, I will keep what I like, I will experience what I like and what I dislike, I will get rid of it, avoid it. Therefore, our attitude is two kinds. We want things and we want to get rid of things. Headache, we want to get rid of it. Aches and pains in the body, we want to get rid of it. Too much cold, we want to get rid of it. Too much heat, we want to get rid of it. This all dis you dislike these things. But there is someone who says, Swami, I love heat. Can you imagine that? This person came from Europe. We think that she, that person would love cold. I love heat. Somebody comes to Himalaya. I love cold. When we are freezing here in Ahmedabad, that person is happy. So therefore, we all function on the basis of our likes and dislikes. Each one of us has his likes and dislikes. Things that I like, things that I do not like. Why do I like? My opinion. Why do I dislike? My opinion. The interesting thing is, what I like today, I may not like tomorrow. That's another thing. It is not that I always like the same thing. Today I like something, tomorrow I may not like it. Today I dislike something, tomorrow I may like it. Have you ever experienced that? So I went to United States and came back after a few years. My mother cooked a meal for me because she remembered me five years ago. So I don't like this. My taste had already changed. So what I like five years ago, I don't like today. And then next, after five years come, I come back, she cooks. Then what I dislike today, I may like tomorrow. Our mind is like that. It's called fanciful mind. You know, fanciful mind. Like something today, doesn't like it tomorrow. And what we do is all determined by our likes and dislikes. These likes and dislikes are based on our opinions. And our opinion may change, experience may change, opinion may change, and therefore. The likes and dislikes also may change. Therefore, I do not see this object as it is. I see the object as I see it in my mind. This is beautiful. This phone is very nice. This car is beautiful. Somebody say hey, it's a crummy car. You know, same different opinions about the same thing. Have you, have you experienced that? This is beautiful. Swami, you don't understand what beauty is. 
is very tasteful. What is what is the tasteful here? Totally different opinions about the same thing in different people. Have you noticed that? What my mother likes, I may not like. What I like, you know. Nothing wrong in it. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. All I'm saying is making an observation as to how our mind has opinion about everything. Moment something comes before me, my mind says, I like it. I hate it. So my response to something is based on what my opinion is. My opinion is that this is lovable, my behavior is one way. This is hateful, my behavior is different way. You meet so many people every day, is it not so? When somebody comes, you smile. Somebody comes, somebody comes, you turn away. Does it happen? It is not that we greet everybody with a smile, do we? We may, I mean, if you it is a receptionist, for example, then it may be a job to greet everybody with a smile. But otherwise, I do not greet everybody with a smile. A smile comes on my face when I like that person. No smile comes when I am, you know, indifferent. And perhaps a, a, a sign of dislike also may come on my face. Why you come here? If I do not like the person. Is it not so? And today I like that person, therefore I smile at that person. Sometime I may not like it and I may be different with that person. Is it not so? So, just observe. Observe these things. I don't say you do anything. Just do, observe. And make a note of how the way we behave, the way we respond, the way we interact is all based on my mind. My mind likes something, behavior is one way. Mind dislikes something, behavior is another way. Therefore, I do not respond to a person. When you come before me, I do not respond to you. When you come before me, my mind says, I like him. My response is one way. When you come before me, mind says, I don't like him. My response is the other way. Meaning that my response is not to you. My response is determined by my likes and dislikes. Do you understand this? If you have some question, then lift your finger. Swami, I need some more clarification. Please, please feel free to do that, okay? Uh, but I wanted you to make a note that there are dislikes and dislikes in our mind. And that is because we have an opinion about everything. If opinion is good, 
I like that. Person, that thing, that situation, that event, that object. Or if the experience is different, I may dislike it. Tomorrow it may be different. I may start liking something that I dislike today and dislike something that I like today. See how things are changing in my mind. And therefore, our moods, our behaviors, our responses, all are determined by the likes and dislikes in our mind. Not determined by who is in front of me. When you come before me, then you push a button. Like, then I behave one way. <coughs> Dislike, another way. Therefore, we have to understand. This is to understand our own mind. <coughs> because we are talking about mind, maturity of mind. Before we understand what maturity of mind is, let us first understand how the mind is right now. The mind has a collect is a collection of likes and dislikes. Like when it is my opinion that this is desirable. Dislike when my opinion is undesirable. Tomorrow my opinion may change. What I like today, I may not like tomorrow. What I do not like tomorrow today, I may like tomorrow. Therefore, it's all changing. That's the reason why we are never consistent. Nobody can predict us. So how this person will behave today? Depends on how his mind is. What is the structure of likes and dislikes? Meaning that we do not decide what we do. It is the likes and dislikes in my mind that decide what we do. You understand this? Therefore, if the likes and dislikes change, what I do changes. You know what this means? This means that we are not independent. We are not free. We may say I am free and I assert my freedom. But really speaking, we are all controlled. Controlled by what? We are controlled by our likes and dislikes. Our behavior, our responses, everything is determined by our likes and dislikes. And likes and dislikes are based on our opinions. So this is how we are right now. And let us pay attention to ourselves and understand ourselves. Before we do anything, let us understand what our mind is. And whether we need to do something, what should we do? Am I free or not free? Am I dependent or independent? 
in general we can say that all of us are dependent upon controlled by our mind controlled by the likes and dislikes in our mind you may feel that we are free i'm independent i will do what i want to do but it's not that we do what we should do what we do is determined by our likes and dislikes our opinions and therefore what we need if you want to change you know what we should change change your opinions bring the word change in likes and dislikes so there can be two ways of living life one is the way of becoming more and more dependent if the likes and dislikes keep on growing i become more and more dependent more and more helpless and if i slowly get rid of likes and dislikes i come out of their hold and slowly become independent or free so when you say swami ji happiness is what we love other name of happiness is freedom we love happiness we love freedom meaning that happiness is where freedom is unhappiness is where freedom is not where dependence is where bondage is therefore moving in direction of freedom is moving in direction of happiness moving in direction of success in life so with this discussion we'll conclude our my talk today if there are any quick questions that you have based on what i said you're welcome to ask me swami ji i had two questions hmm. uh one uh the first one was from uh, uh verse 19 of the gita you said to uh, read hmm it mentions that um uh, to whom uh, censure and praise are equal who is silent uh, uh content with anything uh homeless and uh, steady minded so why is uh, homeless written there i got confused homeless may not be a very good translation aniketah niketa means a residence or a dwelling aniketaha one is without any home or dwelling meaning that one who does not say this is my home who is not confined to a dwelling not confined to a home what we mean is i feel at home in one place which i call my home at other place which i call not call my home i'm not home we are not at home in many places i am to go home and to go back you know being at home you understand some places we feel very comfortable i am home at home here i am comfortable here i like it here there are other places which i may not like i may not comf- be not comfortable i am not at home so what is meant by aniketah 
one is homeless, which means that one who is at home everywhere. My being at home is dependent upon the place which I like, which I comfortable. But what is called freedom is that your being comfortable or at home is not dependent upon a place, it depends upon you. You have discovered that inner freedom that you are at home with yourself. So when I am at home with myself, I am at home everywhere. When I am comfortable with myself, I am comfortable anywhere. When I am not comfortable with myself, I require a setup to feel comfortable. When I am not at home with myself, I need a setup called home to feel at home with myself. This is a description of a free person who does not require any condition to be at home with himself. So, Aniketa is translated homeless, translated as free from the need of a home. You follow? Aniketa, free from the need of a home. Um, and another question is, uh, uh, can we uh, change our um, uh, likes or dislikes uh, in some way? Like, um, like I don't like coriander in my food, so mm. sometimes I try to avoid it. Makes me unhappy if there's a lot of coriander in the food. Mm. Kind of like that. Is, is it possible? Okay, I will we'll discuss it more, but let us distinguish between likes and dislikes and preferences. Okay. There are preferences and there are likes and dislikes. You prefer orange instead of apple. So people have preferences like that. So between if orange and apple both are offered to you, you'll pick up orange. Someone will pick up apple. So there is a, 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 a you know a uh, in the, the parties these days you have lots of choices in it. Swaruchi. Swaruchi means that you eat according to your like. So there were 20 items. You may choose what you like. That preference is one thing. But when you like something, you hate something else, that's a different thing. I hate apples, now that's a different thing. I prefer orange is one thing, but I hate something is a different thing, you follow? Preference is alright. You don't, you prefer not to have coriander for whatever reason, that is alright. That is when you hate coriander. Preferring one thing or the other is one thing, and hating the thing is a different thing. I hate coriander, now that's a problem. If given a choice, I'll avoid coriander is one thing. But coriander comes before me, I hate it. That's a different thing. And so, uh, remember preference is one thing and hating and attraction is another thing. So, uh, this buffet is there. In buffet, you choose whatever you want. Life has given many things to you. Then why I choose idli? That doesn't mean I, I hate parotta. I choose idli. If both things are given to me, I have preference. But if idli is not there at all, then I, I will stay hungry. No, that's a different thing. 
I can't, I can't stand parotha. I can't eat. No, that's a different problem. Given parotha and idli, a South Indian choose idli, a Punjabi choose parotha. But if there is no idli, then I'll stay hungry. No parotha means I can't stand. That's a, that is now being controlled. Then parotha controls me that without that I can't be, I can't eat. So likes and dislikes are when we are controlled by things. Simple choice is not likes and dislikes. Preference is not likes and dislikes. When my preference is not met with, then I react. That's a likes and dislikes. Is it clear? Hmm. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishare Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Hari Om